Welcome to Disney Honor Roll. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Sharon. We are two teachers who love our families, our students, and everything Disney. When we're not at school or taking care of our own children, we are dreaming of our next Disney vacation. What aspects of Disney will make our honor roll and which won't make the grade? You'll have to listen to find out. Class starts now. Welcome to episode 20 of Disney Honor Roll. Original release date, May 6th, 2021. This week, we will be grading the Navi River Journey, but first, it's time for our morning announcement. On May the 4th, which is Star Wars Day, obviously, (laughs) May the 4th, May the 4th, Disney announced their newest hotel, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. This looks like so much more than just a hotel. It's unbelievable what they're doing with this. It'll be really interesting to see how it plays out. I loved reading about it, but it's one of those things that you're really just going to have to experience because it looks like you'll be totally immersed in a whole Star Wars storytelling experience. Yeah, for Um, sure. They're kind of billing it more like a cruise than just a hotel. So it'll be interesting to see how they manage all of the onboard activities and everything, like if it'll be like a cruise ship. Hmm, that's true. Well, it's set to open next year in 2022, so I'm sure we'll be getting a lot new information we can bring you guys. For sure. The next announcement we have is that Disney has finally given us details about their newest cruise ship, the Disney Wish. There is so much to discuss about the announcements that they have made so far. So for the next few episodes, we will feature a different element of the Wish that has been revealed so far. This week, we're going to focus on the onboard activities that you will be able to find on The Wish. Let's start with the pools. Of course. So there will be 10 pools and water play areas around the ship. 10. 10. It's amazing. The biggest feature is the Aqua Mouse. I'm so excited about this. I know, me too. I don't even know how to express this. (laughs) So this is being billed as the first ever Disney attraction at sea. So fancy. It's an immersive experience inspired by Mickey Mouse animated shorts and will include show scenes, music, lighting, and special effects while you go up, down, and all around, twisting tubes before splashing into a lazy river on a cruise ship. I know. It's just not so amazing. (laughs) It's like a water slide and Mickey and Minnie's runaway railroad had a baby. (laughs) Don't forget to mix in a little bit of the tube slide at Alani Resort, which empties into the Lazy River there. Oh, man. It's going to be so great. So a little inspiration from it all. Now, one of the most exciting things, in my opinion, is the Toy Story Splash Zone, which will be for young kiddos. So if you don't know, toddlers are not allowed to wear swim diapers in the pools on cruise ships for health and safety reasons. So Not just Disney cruise ships. Yes, any cruise ship. So Disney cruise ships always have a little splash pad area, and usually they're Nemo-themed. But the Toy Story Splash Zone now on the Wish, well, it just seems so much larger than the other splash pads on the other ships. And it will even include a family water slide called Slidosaurus Rex. That sounds so cute. And I love that it's a family water slide. Yes. That's going to be so cute. And right now, our favorite short from Toy Story is um, Party Saurus Rex. Have you watched that with your boys? I love that one. Oh, my gosh. We love that one, too. So Slidosaurus Rex will definitely be a favorite. 
Can't wait to try it. I hope my son is young enough still to ride it when we finally get there, whenever that will be. Well, it is a family water slide, so I think we will all be young enough to ride it (laughs) next time we get there. (laughs) We might just be the weird people with no little kids, but we'll do it. Listen, when I was at that Alani pool, I was most definitely an adult without kids, and I just kept going all the way up and all the way down (laughs) and all the way up and all the way down. So Whatever makes you happy. No age limit there. (laughs) Now, yes, it's a Disney cruise, but it is just as much for adults as it is for Mm -hmm. kids. There's an adults-only infinity pool on the back of the ship in the area called the Quiet Cove. We'll definitely talk more about the adults-only parts of the ship on an upcoming episode. I can't wait to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds so amazing. Now, the kids' clubs are totally different on the Wish as well. The Oceaneer Club, which is for children ages 3 to 12, will have several different areas to interest all different types of kids. There is a Marvel Superhero Academy where kids can train alongside their favorite superheroes like Spider-Man, Black Panther, Ant-Man, and the Wasp. And they can also design their own super suit and put it to the test. I'm kind of sad that this is just for ages 3 to 12. My kids will be able to do it, but I I know. It sounds like so much fun for adults, too. I know. And designing their own super suit, I hope that they put a little, like, Edna mode in there from The Incredibles. I was thinking the same thing. No capes. No capes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So the Walt Disney Imagineering Lab looks like the most fun place on the entire ship. Mm -hmm. Children will be able to discover how Disney magic is made and design their own roller coaster. Even more awesome, they will then be able to ride the roller coaster. This is just so amazing. It reminds me of Disney Quest, if anybody remembers that. Did you ever get to go there? I did back in, uh, what was it, 2008. Yeah. So they, I remember they used to have something similar where you could design a coaster and then you sat in like a special car and got to ride it. Yeah. I remember that as well. So it was, it's cool. It's all like VR, but it's, it felt really awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I can only imagine how much better the technology is now than what was at Disney Quest. Yeah. Because that was what, more than almost 20 years ago, right? Or. Well, when I went, it was almost right, 20 years right. ago. So. And it was the same technology. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. Finally, in Fairy Tale Hall, kids will be visited by their favorite princesses and learn to craft in Rapunzel's art studio, act out stories in Belle's library, or create magic in Anna and Elsa's summer house. For kids of different ages, there will be the It's a Small World Nursery for six months through three years and clubs for older kids as well. Edge is for ages 11 to 14 and is inspired by New York City, while Vibe is for kids ages 14 to 17 and inspired by Parisian lofts and pop art. I like that they kept the same names for the different age groups as they do have mm-hmm. on the other ships. So there's yeah. not any confusion for those seasoned travelers there. Yeah, that's really great. And it just sounds like so much fun. I'm so excited. I don't even have anything booked yet, but I'm so excited. I know. The booking is a whole nother thing. Oh my gosh, I know. With how they rolled out the booking on this with with all the different levels and it's just, it's amazing how detailed they had to get with this. Mm -hmm. Um, Contact your travel professional. Yes. Contact them in advance so that they can be on it as soon as your booking window opens. Absolutely. We would like to say a happy Mother's Day to all mothers who are listening. 
Yes, happy Mother's Day to everyone, especially our own mothers. We love you. Yes, I was just going to say that, especially our mommies. Love you, Mom. Let's move on to our progress reports. After 13 months of being closed, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure is finally reopened. Yay! Cast members lined Main Street USA and waved to guests as they entered the park. What a wonderful moment for everybody involved. Oh my gosh. I can only imagine how exciting it must have been there to be there for that day. And how Just emotional for people, you know? Mm-hmm. For everybody. The cast members, the guests, everybody. Yes. Well, welcome back, Disneyland and Disney's California yeah. Adventure. Hopefully, non-Californians can come and visit soon. I hope so. <laughs> I want to plan my trip. Yeah. Our next report is that the cavalcade at Epcot with Mickey and Friends has come to an end, but it is being replaced with socially distanced character meet and greets near Spaceship Earth. So this, to me, is a sign that Disney is moving back towards a little bit more normal meet and greets here. And... uh you know, the, the socially distanced character meet and greets are still really great. Yeah. I will miss the cavalcade, though. Yeah, it's a shame they can't have both, but I understand you can't have two Mickeys. That just wouldn't make any sense. That's true. That is true. <laughs> well, anyway, we would like to give another shout out to our Patreon supporters. Thank you for all you're doing to help keep our podcast up and running. We have various expenses when it comes to doing this every week, and you are a huge help in that. Yes, thank you so much. If you like what you've been hearing on our podcast, please consider visiting patreon.com slash Disney on a roll to become a teacher's pet, a salutatorian, or a valedictorian. And I know I'm going to be recording some special exclusive content when I go on my trip coming up for our Patreon supporters. So if you'd like to hear that, please... Go on and contribute. We'll only have more as time goes on. Mm-hmm. All right. So since this is our 20th episode, Woo-hoo! we thought we'd do another top 10. I don't think we could pick top 20. Yeah, I was considering that. I'm like, I just, no, nope, let's <laughs> just stick to 10 for these. <laughs> yeah. So at episode 10, we did our top 10 snacks. So now we'll bump it up a level and do our top 10 counter service restaurants. All right. So in no particular order. Here's what I chose. Flame Tree Barbecue in the Animal Kingdom. I chose that thanks to you, Chrissy. You recommended that to me. (laughs) Um, Actually, you recommended that to everybody listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Pinocchio Village House in Magic Kingdom. I love this one, not necessarily for the food, but because you can sit by the window and watch everybody disembark on, or embark on. It's a small world. Mm -hmm. Um. Love, 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 love my Earl of Sandwich. Yes, I know. You've talked about that so much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just mouthwateringly wonderful. Uh, the Polite Pig is also in Disney Springs, just like Earl. And that's a yummy barbecue place. Oh, I love barbecue. And then Pecos Bill in the Magic Kingdom. I love stopping there and getting some tacos. Yay. All good, good choices. I know you wrote your list first. So once I saw your five... I adjusted my five because Flame Tree Barbecue and Pico's Bill would definitely be on my list. Yes. But I have five different well, ones. Sorry so. to steal them. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, number one on my list would be Satuli Canteen at Pandora in Animal Kingdom. Different foods, but really, really good. And just 
a nice place to go and delicious, like outside of the box foods. Mm. Um, my husband would kill me if I did not put this on the menu. <laughs> on the menu. <laughs> on the, menu. <laughs> on the, list, <laughs> the menu. Um, Tangerine Cafe in Morocco. I know I've talked about mm-hmm. it before, but if I'm trying to convince Ian to go on a trip to Disney and he's not really feeling it like I am, I'll just go, we'll go to Epcot. We'll get some shawarma and he's in. <laughs> Number three, also in Epcot, La Cantina de San Angel, which is the quick service tacos Mexican. Mm-hmm. So good. Love that place. And you can get a nice seat by the water. It's just such a nice place to grab a bite. At Magic Kingdom, we really enjoy Columbia Harbor House. You wouldn't think that you'd get fresh seafood. And personally, I'm not a seafood fan, but my husband likes it. And I've always liked the chicken that I've gotten there. And then finally, Woody's Lunchbox, always a favorite at Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios. Good choices. Yeah. It's making me hungry, like always, <laughs> whenever we talk about food. My goodness. <laughs> well, let's not get too hungry and move on to our report card. Yay. Like we said, we are grading Navi River Journey over in the Animal Kingdom. And this ride is based off of the James Cameron movie, Avatar. Yes, it is one of two Avatar-inspired rides over in the land of Pandora. It officially opened on May 27th, 2017. And fun fact, I was there for opening weekend. Totally coincidental. Um, We went on our little honeymoon. We got married on May 20th. So the next weekend, we took off to Disney World and we were able to snag fast passes for this ride. We were not able to get them for flights of passage. But... When we went to Pandora on opening weekend, it was one of the weirdest experiences I've ever been in because we were in like a stampede of people. I've never been in a more packed group of people. And it was literally a stampede of people that you would imagine running, but you couldn't run because the cast members are in the front controlling how fast everyone goes. (laughs) So it was the the slowest moving stampede you could ever imagine. (laughs) It was so funny. I was big into Snapchat at the time, so I have some funny Snapchat videos I was sending my brother-in-law while we were there. It was hilarious. But when we got there, we walked right on to Flights of Passage, and then we went over to our Fast Pass at Navi River Journey. That's so, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm going to have to find those videos and post them on our Instagram. I would week. love to see those. <laughs> and- it was just unbelievable. I think we got there two hours before park opened, and it was insane. But it was such a cool experience. Like, I would never want to be in a crowd like that now. I'll tell you that Oh, much. gosh, no. <laughs> Not nowadays. Maybe someday we'll be comfortable being in crowds again. <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> yeah. Very, very distant future. See what the scarring has done. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, place where crowds are more controlled is the queue. Yes. Hmm. The outdoor portion of the queue is very beautifully themed and decorated with the foliage that goes right along with the pandora theme Mm -hmm. then guests walk through a switchback queue in a covered area and the theme is carried throughout this portion as well and after you enter the building you go right into the loading area yes if you haven't been to pandora it is all about nature and it's so funny i watch those imaginary videos with my students all the time and joe roadie 
who was the head Imagineer, he always says the theme is the intrinsic value of nature. That's what the theme was for the entire park. And you can really see it with all of the different plant life and the made-up plant life they have there. It's really cool. It sure is. The wait time versus ride length for this ride. The wait time is an average of 62 minutes, and the ride length is about five minutes. And it is such a long wait time because this is one of the most popular attractions still at Animal Kingdom because it's one of the newest things still there. Yeah. I, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about our opinions about that mm -hmm, later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, guests board the ride vehicles, which are made to look like hand-woven reed boats. You then journey through the sacred river into the bioluminescent rainforest. Now, <laughs> I can't hear the word bioluminescent without thinking of Tamatoa from Moana. Goes, oh, I see. She's taken a barnacle. She's covered it in bioluminescent algae as a diversion. <laughs> you know, I almost kind of feel like this ride would be better suited for Moana themed than Pandora <laughs> with the bioluminescence. Tamatoa hasn't always been this glam. <laughs> Love That's that song. <laughs> one of our favorite scenes. Me too. All right. Back to the movie this is supposed to be Sorry. about. <laughs> it's a division. <laughs> As you travel, a Navi scout greets you at the shore, and the boat passes through more scenes straight out of the movie. After passing under leaves that creatures above are hopping between, the boats come across a Navi tribe and their dire horses walking into a ceremonial site. Passing by a waterfall, we finally see the shaman of songs leading the Navi into a musical celebration in the Navi language. And after this encounter, the boats enter a cave with various offerings and return to the loading docks. Now the Navi shaman animatronic that is seen towards the end of the ride is the most advanced animatronic ever created by Walt Disney Imagineering, boasting incredibly realistic movement, which is very true. It it's is. kind of creepy. It <laughs> It seems absolutely real, except it's an imaginary creature, so you not know that it's not real. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's amazing. Now, I feel like our little blurb here did not do the details of the ride justice. Yes, for sure. But you can't really describe what you see in words because it really is just a visual experience. The bioluminescent. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing to to look at and to ride through here. It is absolutely beautiful, but it really isn't much more than a boat ride with pretty things to look at. Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like, well, let's, let's go into what we would change. Yeah. I feel like I would have loved to see some sort of drop in here like they did in Pirates or in Frozen Ever After. That could have been something easy to make it a bit more exciting. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely beautiful, but it's kind of boring. I mean, if there was a real like storyline, if you were maybe following a specific Navi member through looking for something or I don't know, but it just, it's just a nice walk, well, not walk, ride through mm -hmm. the forest. It, and it is beautiful, but there really isn't a story that goes along with it. Right. It's definitely a visual experience. But it was one of those things where at the end, I kind of felt conflicted the first time I went on. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, that was that was so much to look at and take in. But like, that's it. You know? yeah. 
Where's my entertainment? And, <laughs> and when people wait, you know, hours for this to go through a nice boat ride in the air conditioning. Yes. Just, I, I would have been very upset if we waited for a long time to go on that for the first time. I agree. I feel like the entire ride has a very, it's a small world type of feel. So that's where my nostalgia comes in here Mm -hmm. uh, because it's a boat and it has the same song played throughout the entire boat ride and it's peaceful and relaxing in that way. It is very relaxing. It's very peaceful. My strongest memory is definitely when we went, when it first opened, we, like I said, we went to Flights of Passage first and then we went to Satuli Canteen and got a little breakfast and we walked onto this ride and my husband carried his coffee onto the ride. No lid, not even a lid on it, just an open cup of coffee and literally sat there and drank a coffee on this ride the entire time. <laughs> That's how calm it is. <laughs> you can just sit and drink your coffee and enjoy the view. Enjoy your relaxing bioluminescent <laughs> algae. No, rainforest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's definitely beautiful, but not worth the wait in my opinion. I wholeheartedly agree. Definitely something to do if you have not done it yet. But for me, it's not a must do every time. For sure. Unless you can walk on it and then I would do it. Right. All right. Shall we head over to the rubric? Yes. So you guys can go to our Instagram and Facebook page to find our rubric. If you would like to follow along, find us at Disney on a roll. The first topic on the rubric is Q theming. And we scored this a two. Like we said, it's beautiful, but just kind of plants. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And you can see a lot of the line in front of you in that switchback. Mm -hmm. Q Comfort. Uh, we also give this a two, partially indoors, partially outdoors. For wait time versus ride length, this absolutely scores a zero. <laughs> womp womp. Cast member setup, we gave this a one because, yes, it, the cast members are dressed in the themed costumes for Pandora. But there's no acting, no other associations present. I think it would be pretty cool if they tried to talk to you in the Navi language. <laughs> there is an entire Navi language that someone created for this movie. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they could totally learn at least a few phrases. That would be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't even think that I would know what they were trying to say there. <laughs> <laughs> for ride comfort, this ride does score a three. You are comfortable in your little boat as you go along. Ride maintenance and technology, definitely a three for this one. Ride theming is definitely a three. It is beautiful. And ride extras, we gave this one a two. It has some extras to anticipate there. So that is a grand score of 16 points, which is a B on our rubric. This joins our leaderboard in the B category, along with Soren, Carousel of Progress, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Test Track, Expedition Everest, Dumbo, Small World, and dinosaur. So we will move on to our quote of the day. This quote comes from Jake Sully, who is the main character in Avatar. And he said, all I ever wanted was a single thing worth fighting for. Hmm. Inspirational. Very. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, I would encourage you to watch it. Definitely watch it before you go to Pandora World. Oh, so yeah. So you can kind of get a feel for what's going on. Oh, yeah. And it's. I actually should put that on my list to rewatch it. Because I've seen it, I think, twice, but I can always watch it again. Yeah, we intentionally watched it right before we went on our vacation because we knew it was opening. So I actually went to the library and rented it at the library because I didn't feel like buying it. <laughs> I love recommending movies to people of what they should watch for which parks they are going to. Mm -hmm. Anyway, thank you all for listening. 
We would be honored if you shared our podcast with a fellow Disney lover. We appreciate all the reviews and feedback that you leave us. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Honor Roll. You can reach out to us there or email us at DisneyHonorRoll at gmail.com. Like always, we would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening, everyone. Class dismissed. See See you real real soon. soon.